Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes who can gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we're talking about how if you are too sore to train, you've gone too hard. Now, why are we getting into this? What does that actually mean when I say that? So first off, we're getting into this because a lot of athletes that I speak to, and I speak to a lot of athletes, have their focus in the wrong place. You know, athletes get into training and they think, I need to be the hardest worker in the room. I need to do more than everybody. After training, I need to stay. I need to do hours of extra work. And if I'm not crawling out of the gym, it means I haven't done enough. And plain and simple, this mentality is going to hurt you in the long run. Now, let me preface that because there are some people listening to this and I don't want you to think that I'm telling you not to work hard. Let me preface that by saying hard work is an absolutely crucially important piece of the puzzle. But when your mentality is all gas, no brakes, when your mentality is I have to work harder than everybody, your focus is in the wrong place. So let me ask you, where does your focus actually need to be? If you're training for a fight, where does the focus actually need to be? It needs to be on succeeding the night of the actual competition. So it needs to be you being at your biggest, strongest, fastest, most explosive, and best conditioned on the night that it matters. Because you can have the greatest training camp in the world, but if you hurt yourself a week out from the fight and you can't perform, doesn't matter how great the training camp was, you still weren't able to perform. So your focus is in the wrong place. Now, how do we actually achieve this? So that mentality that so many of you guys are keeping that focuses on, you know, hardest worker in the room, all gas, no breaks, pushing harder than anybody, crawling out of the gym at the end, being the first one in and the last one out, all of these cliche hard work mantras that I hear, that's the mentality you need to take with every area of your life. Because if you truly want to succeed on the night of the fight every single time, it's about more than just hard work. Because ultimately, guys, can we all agree, that is the goal for training. Your goal for training is not be the hardest worker. Your goal for training is not show how tough you are. Your goal from tra for training is winning when you actually step into competition. And so in order to make that happen, hard work is extremely important, but it's one piece of the puzzle. Your focus needs to be on pushing yourself hard in training, but on recovering really well, on taking proper care of your nutrition, and putting equal focus onto lighter technical sessions where you're focused on things that you're actually improving, not just how hard you can grind before you drop. By focusing on all of these things together, what you're now going to do is you're going to put the best possible athlete into competition. Because you hear about this kind of stuff all the time. Guys, like one of my favorite examples is TJ Dillashaw. And I like to throw him under the bus a little bit because the dude cheated in a terrible way. And that one, like, show remorse or not, if you're taking EPO, you got 
bad intentions. And then to come out after that fight that he did, was caught cheating for, talk about how he got robbed, just made me lose that much more respect for him too. But the reason that I like to use this guy as an example is not because of the cheating and all that stuff. The reason I like to use this guy as an example is because when, like, with that fight, with when he came out after his fight against Aljamain Sterling, he popped his shoulder out about 30 seconds into the fight, and then they interviewed him after, and he said, oh, uh, you know, the reason that I was injured was because my shoulder popped out 20 times during training camp, and I just kept training through it. Now, think about that. In his mind, he's going hard work over everything, all gas, no brakes, hard work, hard work, hard work and just not worrying about the fact that his shoulder's dislocated. And what happened? 30 seconds into the fight, shoulder dislocates, out he goes. And the problem with that mentality is if he had taken days off or taken time to actually focus on just rehabbing his shoulder and not just being at 100% training all the way through it, and his shoulder got a little more time to rehab, chances are it's not at 100% because by the sounds of it, it was in pretty bad shape. But if he could have had that at 75 or 80%, instead of at like zero, which is what it seemed like it was at, how much better of a result could you have gotten in a fight? Because if you've been doing this for any period of time, you're in shape. There's no athlete competing at a high level that's not in shape to go out and fight three to five rounds. Now, the pace at which you're able to do that is obviously going to change, but everybody that is fighting at a high level is in shape. So your focus doesn't need to just be get me into the best shape possible because the chances are you're in pretty good shape already. So instead of spending all your time on that, start spending your time on improving your physical condition, improving the strength of the joints, the strength of the muscles, making sure that your body's staying healthy so that that good shape you're getting yourself into actually comes into play on the night of the fight where it matters. Is this making sense? And when it comes to that mindset, the all gas, no breaks, all that kind of stuff that I hear so many athletes say, one of the things I want to really reinforce is I understand where it comes from. You're training around all these other people that have that same mentality. So in your thought, if these guys are good and they're trying to work harder than everybody, then that's what I need to do too. And then you lead yourself down that vicious cycle of training through injuries, not taking proper care of yourself, not worrying about your sleep, your recovery, all those other things. And it works well for a short period of time, but over time, your body starts to break down. Those injuries start to take over. And again, you lead to more problems in the end than things that this is actually going to help you with. So I understand where it comes from. And anytime guys want to take days off or, you know, step back from training because of injuries or whatever it might be, so many people look at them as soft or so many people look at them as, you know, not tough enough or you know they don't have what it takes because they're actually trying to take care of themselves and guys plain and simple this is the stupidest fucking thing you could ever think if you have a dislocated shoulder and you take a week off of training to let it heal you're not soft you're a human being with a fucking brain that realizes that having two arms going to be pretty important when it comes to the night of the fight Actually, on that note, I want to tell a story about an athlete of mine. I'm not going to name names, but this guy, basically, he was dealing with an injury for a couple of weeks. It was always kind of minor. Like, it was just, it would aggravate, and then it'd be fine, and then it would aggravate again, and then it'd be fine. And he came into train one night, and it had really just flared up pretty badly. So I had this conversation with him. I was like, dude, 
I know you don't want to take time off. I know you don't want to be out of the gym because you're worried about, you know, losing ground. You're worried about, you know, falling behind everybody. But think about it this way. If you keep training through this injury and it keeps getting worse, how good are those training sessions going to be? Yeah, you showed up. Yeah, you were tough. Yeah, you're a warrior, blah, blah, blah. But how good are you actually going to be able to progress when you're dealing with this injury all the time and you're not able to throw your left hand? He's like, well, you know, yeah, I get, I get your point. And I was like, okay, so what you should do is take a week, just seven days, no training on, like, don't use the arm that's injured and see how it feels. After a little bit of convincing, I finally got him to do it. And he was telling me through the week, he's like, man, I felt like, you know, I felt like a pussy. I felt soft. I felt like, you know, I needed to be in there working. And I'm like, well, how does the arm feel now? He's like, well, shit, it feels way better. It still wasn't quite there, so he ended up taking two weeks. But by the end of two weeks, he was able to be back in training at 100% because he didn't worry about, you know, a teammate thinking he wasn't tough or anything like that. And he worried about being at 100% because that's what actually fucking matters. And, of course, when he went back and he talked to his coaches, his coaches were like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense that you wouldn't have been here when you were dealing with that. So, like, good on you for taking the time off, and now let's get back to work and let's get crushing it. So it's like a lot of the time when you worry about other people's perceptions of, like, you know, oh, he took a day off while he was hurt. Most of the time, they're smart enough to understand that when you're hurt, you should take a day off. So the big reason I wanted to touch on that story, the big thing I want you guys to take away from it is instead of grinding through these injuries and instead of, you know, pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion every day and not being able to train properly, you need to give yourself the time you actually need to recover. And by simply giving yourself the time you need to recover, what's going to happen is you're going to be able to train at 100% faster. And in turn, even though you took a little bit of time off, you're going to be able to get more out of your training and in turn, put a better version of you back in a competition anyway. And the final piece I wanted to touch on with that is a philosophy that I follow with my athletes at all time. Because one of the things I see a lot of athletes do with the mentality that we've been talking about here is they throw strength and conditioning work into their week, but they do it every single day or they just do way too much within any one of those sessions. And so the philosophy I follow with my athletes is if you've gone too hard, if you've, sorry, if you're too sore to go to training, that means your session was too hard. And what that means is that when you're doing your strength and conditioning work, you should be continuing to focus on making progress with every session. But if it's taking away from the skill work you're doing, it's not helping you. And so the goal is not to murder yourself with every strength and conditioning session you do, the goal is to make progress. Lift a little bit more than you lifted last week. Push that conditioning pace to a little bit higher than you did last week. But not putting yourself to the point where you can't go spar or can't go roll or can't go box or whatever it is you're doing later that night. Because when it comes back to the ultimate goal of training, the ultimate goal of training is succeeding on the night of the fight. And the hard training, massive part of that. Sleep, nutrition, recovery, all of these things, massive parts of being successful when you actually step into the ring or the cage where it matters. But on top of that, being strong, being fast, being powerful, being well-conditioned, your skill set needs to be on point too. 
So the proper way to actually put yourself into the cage at your best and give yourself the best chance to succeed is a balance between all of those elements. And so if you're training so hard that you're not improving technically, you're taking away from one of those elements. If you're putting in so many hours that you're not able to get a good sleep at night, you're taking away from one of those elements. If you're not putting concentrated time into your nutrition, you're taking away from one of those elements. So remember, and I think the final point that I want to really reinforce, remember that the goal is to succeed on the night of the fight, not to do more reps than your opponent, not to push yourself that extra five rounds compared to your training partner. The goal is to succeed on the night of the fight. Stop worrying about what your teammates are doing. Stop worrying about what your opponents are doing. Stop worrying about everything other than how do I put myself in the best position to succeed on fight night when it matters. In the final little story I'm going to tell about that, I had an athlete, this was back last year, and the guy started training with me about six weeks out from, the, from his fight. And, you know, the first four weeks of training, we're making a lot of progress, we're improving, things are going well. and then. About 10 to maybe 12 days out, he messages me and he said, he was like, dude, I'm just feeling really worn out, really beat down. And I'm wondering, should I do my session? Like, should I do my session today or should I take today off just to, you know, give myself an extra recovery day? And without hesitation, I said, take the day off, give yourself the recovery day. And, you know, we went back and forth, but he was like, but like, I don't, I don't want to miss a session this close to a fight. And I was like, man, you, this is your body giving you a sign. It's like, if you're so beat up that you do not want to train and you're wondering, is this going to be a bad idea if I go train? If you're a guy who loves to train and you're a guy who loves to compete, chances are you shouldn't go train today because that's your body telling you, hey, man, you need a recovery day. So after some convincing, he took the recovery day and then he came back the next day and I asked him when he came into the gym, I was like, hey, man, how do you feel? He goes, holy shit, I feel incredible. I was like, there you go. Because remember, as we talked about through this podcast, the goal is not do the most reps, hit every session, outwork my opponent. The goal is succeeding on the night of the fight. So if your body's telling you you need an extra recovery day, take the fucking signal and take the recovery day. If you're still pushing and you're still feeling good and you're grinding through it and everything's going well, keep training. But just because a session's on the schedule, it doesn't mean that it's necessarily the right thing to do on that day. Because you could have had a terrible sleep the night before, and then your body could be still really beat up from the training session the day before. Maybe you took a shot in a weird spot that has you not feeling great. And if you go train that day because it's on the schedule, maybe you take a weird punch that you shouldn't have taken and it hurts you and now you have to pull out of the fight. But if you took the recovery day, you let that little bit of pain heal up, and eventually you feel amazing and you hit the last 10 to 12 days of camp feeling 100%. And then you go out and in this guy's case, win by early second round stoppage against an upcoming undefeated prospect. So guys, I hope you got some value from that. I really hope that it's changing your perspective about training because yes, you have to work hard. Yes, you have to push yourself. But all these other areas that we talked about on the show today are so massively important and so massively overlooked by so many people. So I hope that helped. I hope you guys got some value. If you did, I'd love to know what it is. Make sure to drop me a comment if you're here live or send me a message across any of my social media platforms. The, note, uh, the info on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And as always, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. 
and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.